0: You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Okay, welcome to the first and last Gold Faithful slash Locked On 49ers simulcast. I'm your host, Brian Peacock here. As many of you have heard, I am the new host. Of Locked On 49ers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, uh, which is bittersweet because that means the Gold Faithful podcast is no more. But good news, you will get as much Nick Winkler, my co host, as ever before. He'll be joining me today and weekly. So once a week will be just like old times on Gold Faithful. And that means you'll be getting me five times more. So I apologize for that in advance. Uh, thanks to John Lund for kickstarting Locked On 49ers last season. And I hope those existing Locked On subscribers, stick around and enjoy the new format. And uh, that you Gold Faithful listeners are going to be here with me every day on Locked On 49ers and and tell a friend, and, and we're going to build a community here. And I, I always want to hear from you guys. It's going to be a solo show, but I'm going to have a ton of guests, all the same guests as you're used to hearing on Gold Faithful and more. Uh, but I love hearing from you guys too. So uh, hit me up on Twitter, at BDPeacock. Any questions you have, any questions. Uh, Suggestions for the show, uh, iTunes, subscribe, review the show. We're on Audio Boom, we're on Stitcher, all the good places you can find podcasts. And you can email me at lockedon49ers at gmail.com. And if you want to sponsor the show, uh, that's the place to hit me up lockedon49ers at gmail.com. We've got uh, thousands of local listeners, focused, faithful NFL 49ers fans. Hit me up there locked on 49ers at gmail.com. Also a big thanks to locked on network for bringing me on board. Uh, I will be here with you every day to talk 49ers football. Since there's no off season in the NFL, we'll be talking NFL draft and free agency a ton. And uh, look, I could talk draft all day. Draft day is my Christmas. We'll be looking at every single angle possible leading up to April's draft and probably getting into QBs actually a little bit starting with tomorrow's show. So, uh, a little bit about me. I'm a sports and traffic reporter in San Francisco. You can be heard on numerous radio stations throughout the Bay Area and California, sometimes under various aliases and sometimes even as far as Portland, Oregon. And I'm also an analyst at Pro Football Focus and a writer slash contributor at RotoWire. And with that, let's get rolling. Nick, welcome to Locked On 49ers. Hey, it's good to be here. Uh, I like that math equation you gave about
0: five times more you and same amount of me. You know, you mix it all together. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It all makes sense, man. It's it's exciting. I'm excited for you. I'm excited to listen. You know, uh, I'm subscribed already and uh, I can't wait to just, uh, you know, keep track of what you're doing over here on Locked On 49ers. It's really exciting. And um, you're going to hear a lot from me, even if it's not me just popping on the show. You may get some emails. You may get me calling in, leaving messages. Like, hey, dude, why aren't you talking about this? You know, just <laughs> always, I'll always have my two cents for you, buddy.
1: I, I hope so. And hey, I said once a week. If you want to come on more, I'm all for it.
0: Oh, I'm sure there'll so be times. So whenever, whenever there's okay, something that
1: you're like lit up about, you hit me and you're coming <laughs> on the show, and and we're gonna and we're gonna talk about it. So, look, big news in 49ers land today. The coaching staff is coming together. Well, it's it's a new era for this podcast. A new era for me. Uh, doing Locked On 49ers, so it's fitting. A new era of 49ers football is coming to the Bay Area, and it's going to be this guy. It's my pleasure to turn it over to the 20th head coach in the history of the San Francisco 49ers, Kyle Shanahan.
0: It's a dream come true, and it's not just an opportunity to be a head coach, to be, but to be a head coach at a place like this where um, you talk about Bill Walsh, you talk about George Seifert, Steve Mariucci, uh, um, Jim Harbaugh. You can go down the line with the coaches, and you go back to the history of the players, it's always been a special part of my heart, and you know, I moved out here in sixth grade. Where, and I moved away from here to move to Denver at the end of my freshman year in high school, and
1: you know, I had three good years here. And um, I have a very high expectation of what I've always thought this franchise is. And that was the best franchise in sports. Uh, a lot of people talk about winning the press conference and that's old news. So I don't want to bore you with all just a uh, press conference talk here with John Lynch and uh, Kyle Shanahan, but just, just real quick. Uh, how how are you feeling here about, about the new regime in San Francisco?
0: You know, they obviously, they, they say everything, right. You know, you, you gotta love, you can, you can hear Kyle Shanahan's love of San Francisco. We said it there, you know, it's the best franchise in sports. He grew up, you know, with this franchise and, and it's like a homecoming, for him. And you mentioned the the coaching staff's coming together and he's bringing a lot of his buddies. You know, he's just like, Hey guys, I got this new gig. Who's coming with me. Let, let's do this. And it, it's exciting. John Lynch is doing everything right. He's bringing in some great guys to help him make player personnel calls. And it, you know, with how bad last season was, this is all very
1: exciting. Fantastic. And that coaching staff is coming together. The ones we already knew, John Embry, assistant head coach, tight ends coach, Nick Cray, administrative assistant to the head coach, which I'm not exactly sure what that does. I'm sure he does more than get coffee for Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> TC McCartney, offensive assistant. Uh, Rich Scangarello, I knew I was going to mess that name up, quarterbacks coach. Uh, we got Bobby Turner, running backs coach, which means no more Tom Rathman, which which hurts a little bit, but Bobby Turner, by all accounts, is, is a fine coach, and, and the 49ers running backs are going to be in good hands.
0: Yeah, you mentioned it, though. It is a sad day when Tom Rathman leaves the organization. Hopefully he'll come back. He's left before and come back, so
1: we'll see. Uh, he's got a job somewhere in the league. There's no doubt about that. And uh, Ray Wright, head strength and conditioning coaches. Some new announcements today. Taylor Embry, offensive quality control coach. Mike LaFleur, wide receivers. And Mike McDaniel is going to be run game specialist. And And we already know. And that's why you hire Kyle Shanahan. He's going to be calling the plays. He's going to be coordinating his own offense.
0: Yeah. And it's really exciting to see what he does, too. You know, you mentioned, you know, you started off talking about the press conference and it was just I love the way he said it. he's like, look, I'm going to be calling the place. And just the way he said it, you're just like, yeah, you are.
1: Uh, some extreme confidence from two guys in new positions in John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. Uh, never done these positions before, but they do not lack in confidence. And, you know, the, and sometimes confidence is contagious and it's, it's working on me. I got to be honest.
0: Yeah, I'm right there with you, buddy. I got a big smile on my face. I rewatched that press conference a couple times, too. I just I, as a 49er fan, hasn't been a whole lot of excitement in our world the, the past year or so. So that was like, yeah, this is this is like watching a, a movie. It's like watching the Oscars or something It's like, yeah, we're winning. We're winning.
1: So there's the offensive staff and big news came down today from Adam Kaplan, former Jaguars linebackers coach Robert Sala is expected to join 49ers as a defensive coordinator. It's not official yet, but uh, he was in Jacksonville with Gus Bradley, which obviously begs the question, are we going to see that 4-3 defense, that Gus Bradley cover three system that was made famous in Seattle? He was also Gus's guy in Seattle prior to joining him in Jacksonville. Uh, The Jaguars' defense was ranked number 6 last season, so that's promising. Uh, But again, a first-time guy, a first-time defensive coordinator, 38 years old, Becomes the third youngest defensive coordinator in the NFL, so so not the grizzled veteran coordinator that I had, had kind of hoped for, and I had called for on Gold Faithful. You know, to to pair with a young head coach to be the head coach of the defense. So a lot of first timers on this staff um, in their respective positions in the front office and in the coaching staff.
0: Yeah, you know, as excited as we've been about Lynch and Peters and Mayhew and, and Shanahan and all his buddies that he's bringing along, like, this is that pump the brakes moment where it's like, okay, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, he's never done this before. You know, he's kind of been Gus Bradley's guy, too. He You know, he's with him in Seattle. He followed him over to Jacksonville. Like, he's finally getting out from under that wing. And he was just a linebackers coach the last three seasons. Yeah, he had some great linebackers. You know, two of his guys had over 100 tackles last year. All positive things but he's never called an entire defense before. So this is, this is to me is the like, okay, back to reality moment.
1: Props to Matt Mayoko for uh, tweeting out the pronunciation. It is Sala, Robert Sala. Uh, he was also with uh, Kyle Shanahan for four years with the Texans. So Shanahan knows him, he respects him, and and he's the guy. It's not a co-defensive coordinator situation, which was rumored in some points. Uh, but this is the, the real bummer of... Obviously, you want to see the guy you're hiring as head coach earn a trip to the Super Bowl. But this is the bummer as far as defensive coordinators going, because not only you're not getting Gus Bradley, you're getting his linebackers coach. You know, so Gus Bradley, you lose because you have to wait too long. Guys like Wade Phillips, who I was kind of hoping for, just the perfect guy, a veteran, someone you know could come in and run that defense no problem with the three-four personnel that's already in house. So it's going to be interesting, not only a new coach, but how that personnel shakes out.
0: Yeah, and you know, you, you got to hope that maybe solid brings over Gus Bradley's system, you know, because it's worked he, whatever he's been doing there, it's been great. And maybe it's, it's been that he's gotten the right guys and they, they've done well in the draft and, you know, maybe they've, spent their money wisely in free agency. Well, those are all things that the 49ers can do now, too. They have the money to spend in free agency. They, they've they got the best – I'd say the best set of picks going into this draft. And, you know, this guy, he may be sitting in there saying, okay, this is the guy that would would have run Gus's defense great. You know, this is this is that. And now it's my defense. But, it, you know, I'm going to run it the same way. you, you got to hope, right?
1: No doubt. And I've got no problem with the scheme. I, I don't know exactly how the pieces will fit, uh, especially when you start looking up front. I don't know – if Eric Armstead is going to be that sort of under tackle, which is mm-hmm. uh, usually, uh, you know, he, he's such a perfect three, four defensive end prototype. Um, I'm okay with Buckner's probably gonna be a strong side defensive end in this situation. You would probably have to move Armstead inside to the under tackle next to a nose tackle, which the 49ers don't have right now, a starting caliber, a nose tackle uh, Dorsey could come back. He's a free agent. Uh, I think they, probably could use an upgrade there because, you I mean, you got to stop the run first. And then you're probably looking at Aaron Lynch as the Leo, which is sort of a similar position to what an outside linebacker is in a 3-4, you know, the pass rusher, um, and he can stand up. He can put his hand on the ground. He would be that guy uh, as the right defensive end. It's sort of a Leo position. Uh, but then you've got a lot of question marks even behind that with linebackers. Uh, how healthy is Navarro Bowman gonna be, and you know he's gonna man the middle if he's healthy. But man, after that, then who's the weak side linebacker? Who's the strong side linebacker? Uh, So it's it's gonna be very interesting how the pieces are put together with this uh, defense. If as he probably will, if Sala uh, brings in that cover three defense.
0: You you know, you said it right there, and it's the B word.
1: You know, with Bowman
0: in there, I I think the 49ers can run any sort of scheme because he's just that great of a talent. It was nice to see him in front of the cameras. Uh, talking about, you know, he's feeling great. The sky's looking bright for me, he said, which yeah, you can't really argue that. It, he talked about what a different comeback it was to the Achilles versus the knee and yeah, no timetable set right now, but you could just kind of see it on his face where he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be back.
1: If there's a guy I'm not going to doubt in the world, right. it's Navarro Bowman. <laughs> I just don't know. You know, he he already lost one step. If he's lost two steps, uh, what kind of player he's going to be. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, he's going to be stout. He's going to be tough. He's going to be a leader. Uh, But how much of that athleticism, which was, you know, part of his calling card coming into the league. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll see how much of that athleticism he loses after the gnarly knee injury to come back from was was amazing in its own right. Now, an Achilles injury. And just real quick to tidy up this uh, coaching staff here. uh, The 49ers are expected to add Jeff Zanina. As defensive line coach, per Matt Barrows, and all as long as and uh, as well as retain last season's outside linebackers coach Jason Tarver and secondary coach Jeff Halfley.
0: Again, you know we, we're talking. We, I mentioned it. It all comes back to Bowman. Even if he's lost a step, I'm taking him. Uh, you know, over Will Hoyt, a full 100% Will Hoyt. You no, know. Yeah. And, <laughs> Even yeah. Ray Ray Armstrong, like you know, t- you take the step slow, Bowman. As long as he's healthy and he's out there and he's not risking anything, you know, you, you welcome him back with open arms, and y- you know, you you take him at his word that okay, you can you can do your job.
1: Come on back. And Ray Ray's coming back from an injury himself, so uh, I mean, ideally, you would have probably Bowman at inside linebacker in this scheme. You would have uh, Ray Ray Armstrong would be the weak side linebacker, and you would probably need to add a strong side linebacker who was the Bruce Irvin in Seattle's defense. Uh, somebody that could cover a little bit. Um, And it's not the easiest position to find Um, someone that can cover a little bit, that can rush the passer probably a little bit. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how these pieces fit. And it, you know, it might take a while. I don't, I I don't know if 49ers fans were expecting to have a huge season, uh, a big win total, but this probably just makes it go a little bit slower. But in the end, if he's the right guy and he's running a solid scheme, I mean, Robert Sala, I mean, he's the guy. And hopefully the, all these young coaches and all these first timers, uh can learn it all together
0: yeah yeah learn on the fly you know maybe you take your lumps a little bit in in season one and you show progress towards the end of it and you know that that's all you can hope for at this point like you know you heard shanahan you heard lynch you know we want to win from day one well of course you do everybody wants to win in this league but they're also not delusional they know that this is going to take some time that that they got to start building you know Using the building blocks, you got to start from the bottom. They got to add pieces here, there, through the draft, through free agency. They're gonna have to pay a little bit more to bring some guys in, but that's what you got to do. And they have the money for that right now. And you know, we we talk about all this, and and as long as they if they don't have a quarterback, then then they don't have anything. You talked about tomorrow's show. You're gonna start talking about quarterbacks. I can't wait. I'm, I'm gonna be so excited to listen to that show.
1: And it's not gonna be just tomorrow. I mean, we're gonna be talking quarterbacks. Often, because if you don't have a quarterback, you probably can't expect to go far in this league. And the 49ers need probably three quarterbacks at this point. Not only just a starter, they're going to need someone who uh, they're going to need a veteran, at least one veteran. They're going to probably need at least one young guy, maybe two young guys and two veterans. It's going to be interesting to see how this is all pieced together on the offensive side. They they have uh, a huge need for wide receiver. So needs uh, needs are kind of out the window because you can almost just draft the best player. At any position, and it's it's going to be a fit uh, at some point for this 49ers team. And uh, just real quick, I, I totally forgot about this. I wanted to talk about it at the top a little bit. Did you see the Alden Smith news?
0: Uh, oh, is it that they're suing him for their money?
1: No, no. So a new oh, one, Alden more. Smith. Yeah, more problems. Uh, he's under police investigation. Domestic violence incident. Uh, was oh. not arrested, apparently. But uh, the last we heard from him, uh, there was a lawsuit there. 49ers trying to recoup some signing bonus from Smith. But he was going to... Uh, hopefully be, you know, he's going to petition to be uh, reinstated back into the NFL. But uh, obviously, obviously I mean, yeah. probably just having a police report that says the words domestic violence is enough to keep him out of the league, even if he wasn't arrested or even if he's not convicted at this God. point.
0: What a waste of talent. I mean, that's that guy. man, he was so good and he just can't keep himself out of trouble. Some people, you know, they'll, they'll just never figure it out.
1: Some uh I was talking to some coworkers today when we saw that news and it's just like uh, there there's just some you know it's sad there's i think some mental illness man he can't he can't not find trouble and it's you know sad
0: Yeah I mean it could be that or I mean you know I don't want to be blunt here but he could just be dumb I mean some people are just <laughs> dumb they just don't know any better uh, That would know?
1: be a mental disability I guess right <laughs> Technically There you go That's a great <laughs> that's a great point Uh, I
0: some guys that, you know, they were just dumb. You know, they just constantly found themselves in bad situations. It's like, well, you made the decision to go do that. (laughs) You know, put yourself there.
1: Please, by all means, be blunt. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Miles Garrett, probably the number one pick in the draft. By far my uh, number one prospect in this draft. Did you hear this? I'm speaking to you, Jerry. Mr. Garrett. Make it happen that Prescott is leading our team right now. I need you to take Tony Romo, take a couple picks, and give them to Cleveland so you can pick me up. Please, I love to play in Dallas. Just make it happen. So that's Miles Garrett, a potential number one overall pick in the draft from Texas A&M. He was pleading to Jerry Jones for his favorite team. I guess he's raised just outside of The stadium, I think, in Dallas. But um, (laughs) yeah, pleading for them to trade up to the number one pick to draft him. You notice he didn't say, I hope I fall to you and you draft me. He said, trade up to number one and draft me. Kind of ticked off Cleveland Browns fans uh, when that came out. But I think it was just all in good fun. And uh, if I'm the Browns brass, I still have no problems taking him number one. But I thought that was hilarious.
0: And come on, Browns fans, really, really. You really think people want to go play for your team? Come on.
1: Well, there is a couple of big-time quarterback prospects, both uh, Mitch Trubisky and Deshaun Kaiser, who I'll be talking about quite a bit tomorrow, uh, are both from Ohio, actually.
0: Right, but to be offended that somebody doesn't, you know, would rather go to the Cowboys. I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, no doubt. And uh, it's like, come on. I mean, and the 49ers are there. I mean, 49ers fans, if you don't realize it, people are making jokes about you right now. How You know, to go from the Super Bowl to going 2 and 14 in that short amount of time. Uh thankfully there are the Browns to take the brunt of those <laughs> jokes, you know, from you. Thank God for the Browns.
0: Right. And if the, you know, if these two uh these to be honest, let's talk real here. Shanahan, Lynch, these are risky picks. You know, these are risky hires and if they don't pan out then, you know, the Niners just take another step towards like the Matt Millen Lions and, you know, it just, the, the laughing continues. And you obviously hope that that's not the case, but there's always that possibility.
1: Oh, you have to hope because that's yeah. all you got. Then There's nothing to go on. We right. don't know how Robert Sala is going to be as a defensive coordinator because he's never done it. We don't know how Kyle Shanahan is going to take to being a head coach because he's only been a coordinator and, and, and how tough that's going to be for him to oversee everything. Oversee a first time defensive coordinator on the defensive side of the ball while He's also still controlling the entire offense, calling the plays. He's going to have to spend a ton of time in meeting rooms and developing game plans every week. Uh, that That's tough, man. And, and to be honest, coming into this, I would have said, oh, gosh, that's – that's." if you just said, look, we're going to hire a first-time offensive coordinator who's going to continue to call the plays, be the offensive coordinator, and a first-time defensive coordinator, I would have said, oh, my gosh. And a first-time – not only a first-time GM, a right. first-time front office employee period Right. as your GM, if you just told me that and didn't tell me who the names were and I hadn't heard them speak. And then, and, and uh, you know, and we hadn't gone through this process, I'd be frightened.
0: And you know what? Here's how far the 49ers have fallen. You, all those things you just said are terrifying. And yet we're excited about it because of how bad this franchise has become.
1: Yeah. We, we talked about it before on gold faithful quite a bit. Uh, there's only one way to go and that's up. And they're, they're bright people that are in charge. They are driven people that are in charge. And I really love what they said during the press conference about finding people who are tough, who are going to play their asses off, really. And it, that, that's what we hope for, guys that are not okay with losing. Um, yeah. I think they, they lost a little edge, the 49ers did. And you want to have good guys on your team, but sometimes almost, if they're too good, like you want to have some edge there. You, I think you need some... Some edge in the locker room, some guys that aren't down with losing and and don't think it's it's funny after a loss.
0: Yeah, and uh, you, you know, it, it they they talked about you know we want football guys and they brought in you know John Lynch, he's the football guy, and then they brought in some really smart people, Kyle Shanahan. He looks like an offensive genius, and he's bringing all his buddies and Peters and Mayhew and you know they they've definitely kind of they have a safety net uh, for for these guys a little bit, but yeah, this this Sala, Higher. It it definitely makes me makes me think, you know, it makes me when you first heard, OK, yeah, it might be a co-defensive coordinator. You know, we're going to bring in uh, Jerome Henderson from Atlanta here that you're like, OK, that kind of makes sense. It takes a little bit off this guy's plate who's never done this before. But, you know, it, uh, I'm, I'm worried. That's it. I I got worried. I'm sweating. <laughs> all right. Come back.
1: Come back. Uh, <laughs> well, look, to, the to be honest with you, I'm not worried about the offense at all, but but oh, no. But but the news of Sala coming in, it's just, uh, the, I was hoping for a warm blanket here with a defensive yeah. coordinator. Uh, and this isn't it. Another guy just, in his 30s, first timer. I'm excited, but gosh dang, man. I, I, I wish there was more. I wish I could go back and watch defenses that he had con- total control over, you know? Right. And the, the Jaguars did play pretty darn good defense last year, and I'm definitely going to go back and watch some more of that. Man, I just don't know. There's nothing to. There's nothing to go by. There's nothing to research about these guys. Uh, there's a lot of unknowns here, and, and usually with with coaches, anyways, there's there's a lot of that. So fans kind of are on the outside looking in with coaches, anyways. But there's really nothing to go on with with a lot of these guys, and to see what you you might get. You know exactly what the offense is going to look like. Well, with a bunch of talented players, you know what the offense is going to look like in San Francisco <laughs> under Kyle Shanahan. When you go watch the Falcons, or you go watch some of the the past offenses that 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 he's coordinated. But uh, I mean, hey, and if the 49ers defense looks a lot like the number six ranked Jaguars defense last year. I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But you, you mentioned it, you know, you, you know what that Kyle Shanahan offense looks like with talent. And right now that 49ers offense does not have it. You know, their wide receiving core is laughable that, you know, who's going to be the quarterback. Can uh, Carlos Hyde stay healthy? You know, are you going to bring in a, another guy to compliment him? Cause obviously that Kyle Shanahan uh, run game, it, it you know it needs two guys. You know it needs a, a plow guy. And it needs a speed guy. And it, right now it's man. I can't wait for what is it March 9th. Is that when free agency starts? Because I oh man, I need to I need to see some moves here. I need to see some guys brought in.
1: Yeah, I believe it's March 9th for free agency, and it is April twenty eighth this
0: year for the draft. Okay, all right. So I mean you know these next couple months are going to be big to see what these guys can put together, what Lynch Peters Mayhew can can do, and. If the allure of what Kyle Shanahan did in Atlanta can, it can entice some guys to, to come to San Francisco because you know if you, if you're that if you're the first guy to sign like that's going to take some cojones right because they're going to be like are they going to bring anybody else in am I going to be the only guy that goes there you know what what kind of quarterback are they going to have it, there's a lot of question marks and uh, hopefully they can sell some guys on no no we're, we're we're turning the ship in the right direction
1: and then there's the question of. Do you want to spend money on guys who are going to be 30 when the team's good again? Right. And so, yeah, you have to but but you need talent. You need to plug some holes. You need to have some direction in the draft with, with plugging some holes in free agency. So they have to attack that at some point. But uh, if I had to guess, if they do sign any uh, free agents that are of the high price variety, they're going to be on the younger side. Definitely guys who are, were just finishing their rookie contracts. Yeah,
0: and, and, you know, they do have to spend some money, too. You know, there's a minimum that they have to spend. I think it's over a four-year period. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I'm really excited for it. I can't wait. This will be a, you know, that might be a week where I'm just hanging out with you every day on this show, just, just <laughs> talking about every move that they're not making. Or You know, we did that a lot last year on, on Gold Faithful as we, we saw these other teams going out. And we saw Jacksonville do it. We saw them spend a ton of money. You know, it obviously didn't really work out for them. Uh, but it was tough being a Niner fan last free agency, just watching them sit on their hands and it's like, okay, okay. What are we going to do? Nope. Still nothing, nothing. Okay. All right. Oh, another guy gone. And yeah, it was tough, but it, you know, this, this is, this is the time of year when we need something after the what the season we just went through two wins brutal. And we didn't think it could go any worse after the season before last. And it did. And, And now there's hope. And, uh, and, oh, man, I keep going back and forth. I keep getting excited, and then I keep just seeing that dark cloud going looming overhead.
1: Yeah, it's a little nail-biter. It's, it's <laughs> like, oh, gosh, what's what's going on here? Uh, yeah, because so, there's such an unknown to it. Yeah, um, yeah, call me Waffles, man. But when you talk about free agency, and, and we're going to get out of here uh, real quick here, but um, Pierre Garçon, Brian Hoyer, Matt Schaub, I think when you're talking about veterans, guys that can come in who aren't going to break the bank but you know can show young players what's up, worked with Kyle Shanahan in the past. I think guys like that will be probably very likely uh, to come in uh, guys that, that have a chance to to play where they might not have a chance to go play or elsewhere.
0: And I'm, I'm very much okay with that. You know, just bring in some guys that, and, and then, you know, make some good draft picks, you know, draft a young wide receiver, draft a young quarterback, bring, bring in some guys that, that, that can, can learn. Don't aren't just going to be thrust right in to the fire really. And let, let them learn under these, uh, these solid veterans.
1: Yeah, and some veterans that aren't going to hinder, you know, th- yeah. the, the the ascension up a depth chart from a young guy. Right, right. All right, we're going to get out of here. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the first ever and last ever Gold Faithful slash Locked On 49ers simulcast and my first episode hosting Locked On 49ers. I'm very happy to be here with you. You will hear from Nick Winkler often on this show, and we're going to have a slew of guests and I look forward to it, man. You can hit me up on Twitter at BDPeacock. iTunes, subscribe, review the show. We're on Audio Boom, Stitcher, everywhere else you can find podcasts. And uh, email me, LockedOn49ers at gmail.com if you have questions, if you just want to chat, uh, or if you would like to become a sponsor of Locked On 49 ers And we will talk to you next time. See you.